Well, if you're looking for something entertaining to do around the end of May, if you're not going to be stuck in a cabin somewhere, you can always go to Phoenix Fan Fusion because you are going to find a collection of artful liars there. That would be us, the hosts of the ever-so-popular Disinformed podcast. We are going to be presenting four, count them, four panels over the course of Friday and Saturday, and that would be May 27th and 28th. So come check us out. We're going to do a lot of Stephen King talk, and we're going to whip in a live episode. So come check us out again, May 27th and 28th at Phoenix Fan Fusion. Ah! <laughs> You're the one that claps? The claps. I'm the one that claps. <laughs> so Look at I... me, I'm the clapper now. I hear you clap buck cheeks. <laughs> He's dumb here from a mile away. Uh, so I was driving in and I went past uh, Arizona Pain. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you just saw my life? On their sign, it says Arizona Pain. We change lives here. And I was like, <laughs> you could take that as either something very positive or <laughs> ominous and very threatening. It's like, I'm going to give you Arizona Pain. <laughs> I give you nothing but pain. It's, it just made me think of like Jesse Ventura from Predators. Like I'm gonna get old painless out of the bag. <laughs> they come in as boys and they leave as men. This reminds me of Cambodia. <laughs> so yeah, it was a delightful time. I was like, oh, only in Arizona. <laughs> and of course, there was a woman who was walking past it who had got like a that had its own zip code uh, and she was wearing the smallest shorts ever and I was like there's gotta be a law against this like I'm a fat man I can at least say I try to wear things that obscure from the general public my grotesqueries so when you're out and about just wiggling waggling and jaggling I was like stop it <laughs> hey hey stop I was like, it unless they're marching you up onto the stage to auction you off for a blue ribbon you should not have that much dangling in full view of the public <laughs> I just wanted to step in front of her at the bus stop. I'm like, give me four here, give me five here. Give me five. No, six now, six now, six in the back, seven, seven, give me five, five, five. Is this, is this the bit that you were planning? <laughs> no, this just occurred to me. <laughs> that was the Arizona pain I was experiencing at the time, was watching this poor woman. <laughs> and it was like a belly shirt, so like she's wearing this crop top that covered like 20% of her tits. And then there's just belly. And then the shorts pulled up all the way. And then just there's this nebulous drifting form, like the belts of Orion just hanging around this woman. I was like, why are you out like this? And I don't mean to sound indelicate here. but (laughs) It's too late for that. (laughs) Listen, I'm not body shaming anybody. I'm clothes shaming. It's entirely different. Well, the question that I had that's I don't know why it's important to me. Was she transient? Is no, she, this was like a this, typical Tempe, like, you know, standard operating. I had to kick a, a homeless person out like last week or the week after who was dressed in a very similar okay. way. Maybe they're cousins. And they were trying to come in and take a hobo bath in our sink at like eight o'clock at night. And they were gobsmacked. And I was like, no, you have to fucking go. They're like, well, can I wash my hands? I was like, fuck out of here. Leave. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to be that incendiary off the top, but I was just like, make better decisions. That's all I'm asking. Well, we all know that you shoot from the hip a little faster and quicker when it's all in the same room. Yeah, it's all happen. in the same room. Today. There, there's a lot of episodes documenting that exact fact, sadly.
Oh, it's so nostalgic to be in the same room. Indeed. Welcome, everybody. And uh, by the eternal, behold. Behold. It's the Disinformed Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm John. I'm Michael. I'm Courtney. This is very weird to actually not be staring at a computer screen right now. Well, hey, maybe it's good practice for the live episode. I am staring at the Mm. black blur right now, though, so I don't know (laughs) how to respond appropriately. Yeah, just trying to make Michael's life a little easier. And I know that we usually want to make his life harder, but... Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah, for those that don't have... If you don't have pictures, if you're not looking at our Instagram, where I'm sure that there's going to be a photo of me doing this, (laughs) I have my head in a box. He's literally Wilsoned. Yeah, I I look like I am being put through a saw test right at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to play the game, but I guess I'm going to have to. The game that you're playing is sitting in an uncomfortable chair for an hour and a half. Yeah, well... (laughs) <laughs> That's kind of the story of my life. I am a fat man, so. All chairs are uncomfortable. Indeed. And speaking of things that make us uncomfortable, what we typically do on this show is we delve into random esoteric nonsense, and in the course of explaining it to one another, we occasionally lie. That is the shtick. It's fun, and it has been delightful from the moment of its inception all the way to the dogs barking. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking episode one. Frankenstein's fat foot <laughs> yep. to now episode 197, You'll... Frankenstein's fat ass, and we're just exploring his depths. You'll have to excuse him. He's on his way out. Oh, God, I oh. hope so. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not. He's not. <laughs> Shit. We, we all are, John, act accordingly. He's on his way out. <laughs> Same. Damn. But uh, we go take care of this problem. He's about to eat a lead sandwich. <laughs> I'll kick him to death. I'm fine. <laughs> We've established that you're a sociopath. I'm prepared. Yeah, it's fine. And I'll, I'll also eat parts of his remains. He's one one bad day away from Patrick Bateman to me. Everything. And I just butchered that. Try getting a seat at Dorcia now, you fat fuck. Um, but we don't let you leave, disinformed friends. No, no, no. We scream at you. We bark. <laughs> See, he stopped. He was respectful. He gave me a moment. He knew that I needed to. So we're going to start over from one? Okay. So anyway, this... No! Damn. Uh, So in any event, we don't let you leave disinformed. There's a denouement at the end of the episode. We explain what we lied about because the hosts tried to ferret it out. I was interrupted so rudely that I didn't even complete my normal train of thought. I couldn't make a cogent simile. Also, the problem with having your head in the box is you don't know when anyone's looking at you going, please stop talking. (laughs) (laughs) It's time. (laughs) It's Vader time. This is actually just step one of free speech jail. Oh, no. <laughs> no, what this building. is. We need to build a wall around Shane. No. <laughs> See, what happens with this is that unfortunately you're going to start getting like my Henry Rollins one man shows. I'm just going to stop without pause for two and a half hours. Talk about the time I saw Ozzy Osbourne snort ants, and it'll be a good time for it. It did happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. It really legitimately went down all the way to the top uh, or the bottom. Now we're here? Started from the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> Started from the bottom, I can't remember where I am. <laughs> and I'm still at the bottom. I can't I'm... find my way out. This is a fucked up lab- labyrinth. It's like the City of Owls all over again, goddammit. <laughs> I've been coming for a sharing for a week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would find my fans, but they keep giving me weed, so I started from the bottom now. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a bit. Please help him. <laughs> Please just let me out. Let me out. 
Let me out. Okay. Uh, I was still uh, in Sabbath. Now I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know how to seek into that. Uh, I, there I are, saw Arnie James Dio and then Dimebag got shot. I started from the butt. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go. There sorry. are six lies. God damn it. <laughs> in all of human history. Oh, yes. And we're going to talk about those specific lies. Uh, first off, thanks to Stephen for really motivating me to write this episode after presenting us with our own beautiful disinformed podcast, NFTs, mm-hmm. going on sale this the day that this airs on OpenSea, the biggest NFT marketplace on the web. OpenSea? OpenSea is actually one of the bigger NFT marketplaces where you can buy and sell and trade NFTs. You... I thought I thought OpenSea was the thing that was hiding under that. F- <laughs> that was an OpenSea, and I'm not the better for it. You mean, never mind. I'm not no. <laughs> no. From C you... to Shining Sea. <laughs> Michael, do you own an NFT? No. Are you ever going to own an NFT? No. Why? We'll get into that. It's okay. hard to hold them with your diamond hands. <laughs> yes. I can only hold the diamonds in my diamond hands as we Lambo straight to the moon. Um, but anyway. Started with the diamond hands. <laughs> but seriously, though, I wouldn't even have considered writing about this topic without those beautiful NFTs, uh, which you can all see on an older disinformed after dark. Excuse me. Sorry? I literally asked you one time, Michael, when are you going to do your NFT episode? And you said, I will never do an NFT yes. episode. Yes. And so throw you off the wrong. And you can thank or blame Steven for that because he really motivated me to write this episode. I feel so. like there's a delicate balance here on who you respect. Yeah. He kept pestering me about it. And oh. with those NFTs, I couldn't say no. I'm sorry. That sounded naughty. <laughs> Once he showed me those beautiful NFTs, I was like, God, I thought I was out, but you pulled me back in. Was it my mustache? Is that what did it for you? That. <laughs> and the Nirvana shirt. Started in my bottom now. <laughs> um, but you can see all the NFTs on an After Dark episode 67, to be exact. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that I was not completely ignorant of this topic prior to researching this episode. Uh, there Bullshit. Are- <laughs> no, true. Uh, there are two absolutely fantastic YouTube videos that you should um, peruse if you really want to understand NFTs and cryptocurrency in general. And I have watched them both. I won't be quoting from them explicitly because I don't want people calling me out on that. Um, but I enjoyed their deep dive so much that I found their own sources and used some of those in this episode. Uh, the two uh, YouTube videos that you can look up at your own leisure are The Line Goes Up by Folding Ideas. Uh, that is my absolute favorite video of this topic. Uh, and I have been following his channel for years. Uh, his, the second video, Web 3.0, A Libertarian Dystopia by YouTuber Mooncat, was actually recommended to me by Steven. <sighs> I don't like being recorded without my consent. Are you okay? Do you need a moment? He saw Courtney, want to bring Ozzy uh, back? Yeah, saw she Courtney was, no, I just, content. I just really want to show you the view that I have. It's Is it just, just thighs? Your face oh, no. It's, just, it's my face covered and my thighs exposed. <laughs> oh, the thing is, It's all just, over again. Not to derail, but you just need to embrace it. You're dummy thick. I just want to... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's all the muscle from marching band and all it's, that it's shit. It's exactly so. what Courtney said. It's skies out, thighs out. 
Yeah. And you should embrace it. You should get tighter shorts and shorter, shorter shorts. No, no. Someone told me that I should wear skinny jeans once and I laughed at them for about You're like, a minute You're like, my hog straight. is way too big for skinny yeah, jeans. No, yes, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly verbatim. How'd you know I said that? Because you got a massive hog. <laughs> you know? well, thank you. So what's funny is on the way in, I saw some shorts that would fit you perfectly. Um, they were on, you know... <laughs> <laughs> was it on Go some, on. some poorly obese woman? But, <laughs> oh, no. uh, <laughs> they fit perfectly on me because they were pretty They'll much shorts around your legs. For I mean, if they yeah. could hold in that gargantuan ring. Contain. I don't know why, but just the way that you're talking about this individual makes it sound like she's an oracle. <laughs> <laughs> She's all telling him, don't go. Don't go to the recording. It's not worth it. I was like, honey, if we're exchanging advice, let's start with you. (laughs) I'll be your oracle if you can be mine. Uh, (laughs) Oh, God, that sounded way... Never mind. Yeah, this one was Um, Oracle Arena. Michael's been so thirsty this past season. Honestly, it's... Kind of concerning. I should talk I'm to a doctor. Summer like, just started. The amount of thirst leading in has already been high. Uh, well, now, it is Arizona, and we all have a lot of heat to deal with. So I am going to ask, though, because I, I was listening to episode 17, where we discussed Dr. Sleep after encountering it for oh. the first time, just to refresh me on, on what we had already covered. And uh, Michael's microphone was off the entire time. <laughs> we were getting and it purely was better for it. We were getting the audio from your and my microphone picking him up. So is your is your mic getting sound? Yes. Okay. I'm looking just, at the waveform. Yes, yes, I'm yes, having yeah, I'm yeah. getting triggered here. It from... is partially in my mouth, but I feel like that heightens the experience. It's almost I feel ASMR. Like that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um let's see here. Before we actually begin, I do want to say that I won't be covering uh much of the same material as those videos that I just said. Uh they mainly discri- uh discussed cryptocurrency and the culture surrounding it. Uh, which includes Web 3.0, NFTs, etc. I want to actually dive into NFTs specifically, giving y'all an idea of what they are. And yes, I wrote y'all because I've been, I feel like I've been writing that a lot as of late. Roll Tide. Uh, <laughs> ooh wee. Um, giving y'all an idea of what they are and then discussing it in reference to those who have the most to gain and or lose from NFTs. I, I'm fat. I get it. Stop <laughs> like pointing it out all the time. Jesus. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, that's a little bit cr- uh, coarse, uh, crass of me. So I, I do apologize. Yeah, that's really coarse. But, I'm not so, waggling my f- everybody. So instead of talking about NFTs with regards to you, oh thank you, we're going to talk about NFTs with regards to artists who have the second most to gain or lose well, from this. There's a backhanded slap if I've ever heard one. <laughs> oh, actually, wow. Yeah, you're right. I I I I, I tried to seek it back in, and I realized that was way. I'm just, Sorry, I'm either crass interested. or I'm thirsty. <laughs> you're, it's weird. You're not an artist. You fuckers sound like the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> no, What's you sad? sound better. You More sound sad. better than that. <laughs> you're a fine point. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Okay. Um, so in order to an explain, in order to explain an NFT, short for non-fungible token, uh, and to explain the difference between them and the shitty drawing you probably made in MS Paint uh, in your while boarding your school's tech class, shots fired. Because I did that. Uh, I have to tell you all what cryptocurrency is uh, now, and I actually feel a guilty tingle of pride saying this. I am not a trained investor, and I honestly know fuck all about <laughs> investing. I don't know why I said it like that. Fuck all. I don't know fuck all about investing. So fuck please. All. Please don't take what I'm about to say as investing advice. I own some cryptocurrencies, albeit very little, and mostly as a joke, but I think... That's the lie. Bullshit. No, I honestly don't own that much. It's not a joke to you. 
No, no, I it is a joke to me. Now, um, <laughs> uh, cryptocurrency is what Superman's dog brought with it from Krypton. Yeah. Post-explosion, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And, they and needed- that's why it's so valuable, because they're not making any more of it. The planet's gone. Yeah, and he needed to take a couple of shots for it, because uh, it, it, it spread all over the place. He infected a couple dogs with it and everything like that. Oh, my God. Very itchy. Very itchy. Strange coin. Mm-hmm. Um, where was I? Oh, uh, I oh, like I said, but I think... I'm required to give that disclaimer or else the IRS or some other government entity entity will murder me in my sleep. Entities? Entities. Entities. <laughs> I think it actually would be wonderful to be murdered by titties, and I've said that before. <laughs> what a way to go. Uh, anyway, now that that little disclaimer is there, cryptocurrency is a currency that is protected by cryptography, obviously, meaning that's that it is... bullshit? No, it actually is true. <laughs> Not that, cartography. That's the crypto... <laughs> Cryptography. Cryptography. Well, I mean, those guys did an okay job. Well, they're uh, better than the blood. So, but um, anyway, it means that it is virtually impossible to counterfeit. Counterfeit. Yeah, I said it right. Counterfeit. I've seen, or, I've seen Boba fight before. It's very difficult to counter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To counterfeit. Indeed. Um, to counterfeit or double spend. There's a whole um, season about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's like four. I, in right? fact, I've read the book. Oh. It's impossible to counter the fet. Yeah. No. Uh-huh. Doesn't he die because they blow up a planet that he's on? Just yeah, that was him? the Fet Offensive. It- <laughs> <laughs> Have you read like a history on the Vietnam War recently? Because that's like the second reference in like a in like two weeks that you've like made. No, that's when I was conceived. So <laughs> during, the, during the Fet Offensive. So much this is makes the way. Sense. <laughs> well, I'm gonna die. Might as well do one last thing. Um, generally, <laughs> there are only two ways to obtain cryptocurrency, either by buying it from someone directly using actual money or by mining it. Your computer can mine, air quotes, for cryptocurrency by solving super complicated math problems or something to that effect. It's way too complicated for me to really explain it more than that. Well, how do you feel about them, app? <sighs> I'm just going to walk up to a random chalkboard and just write out a solution to some complicated math problem Have you seen Good Will Hunting? No. I haven't either, actually. I, I, I've been told that I should, but it's You're one of those things kidding. where I have not. I you? Me? Of anybody. <laughs> I have not seen it. I want to. It's always like, it's like, oh, I think it might be the right time, and it's never been the right time. And also, surprisingly, little has been spoiled for me about that movie. Okay. Like, I feel like I, I genuinely, at this point, have no spoilers. Except that like he's like wicked smart. Yeah. <laughs> and you know that uh, Ben Affleck fucks a dead guy in a bathroom at the end of it, right? I can't wait to watch Rick. Is that the climax? No. It is a climax. <laughs> <laughs> it's an anticlimax, oh, unfortunately. Sorry, <laughs> I, I, I'm getting back into our old, old way of, of doing things in person. So it's like, oh, wait, I, I, I need to clean I myself up I keep buying my route to the door. This I'm, was, I'm sorry. This is a good exercise. Fan <laughs> fusion is going to be interesting. Oh, man. <laughs> Can I get like a little sensor button? <laughs> I, I think you're about to, oh, he's about to be problematic. <laughs> uh, see, <laughs> given, red flag. Given Given my current circumstances, you saying there's a little red button you want to get is a problem. <laughs> oh, you know what? We were talking about flags. We shouldn't do flags. We should do cards like soccer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a yellow card. You almost said something inappropriate. We can't eject Shane that early in the episode or there'll be no good content. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. He's the one. Pre- he will be the one presenting the I'm episode. I'm not worried about so. him. I'm worried about me. <laughs> I need someone to tell me. Be like, yeah, hey, you're talking a little bit. Too much about poo-poo. And yeah, PC. I was going to say. <laughs> that poo-poo talk needs to go down like 15%. But that's what man. the kids are into Logan's these days. going to be sitting there in a sea of nothing. He'll be the ref. At- He'll be the ref. He should just dress up as a referee. 
and just whistle and put up a card anytime someone says something uh problematic anyway party foul (laughs) uh cryptocurrencies are also not controlled or issued by any governmental body meaning they cannot be manipulated by the government or anyone else for that matter once a cryptocurrency goes public as in can be traded by anyone uh the code cannot be changed or fixed in any way oh really yes is that bullshit it is bullshit. Oh, I was like, you, you'd have to be able to finagle it somehow. You're right. No, that actually makes a lot of sense. You'd think that that would make sense that once it's gone, no one can change it, but that's not the case. On one hand, whoever created the cryptocurrency can fuck around with the code very easily because they are in charge of the code. And once they change the code, it gets sent out everywhere. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, some cryptocurrency creators actually update the code to reflect security issues, change in supply, etc. So if there's like a major security breach where people are able to steal cryptocurrency from other people, then the creators of that cryptocurrency can update it so that it's harder for people to steal. Um, and I'll kind of, I won't really get into too much uh, detail about how people steal cryptocurrencies, but most of the time it's just scams. It's phishing uh, like, emails. Exactly. Actually, that's how most, if not all, uh, cryptocurrency is stolen nowadays. It's, it's through that. It's through just like, hey, uh, especially, and we'll talk about NFTs a little bit as well, because that can happen as well. Um, I don't talk about it at length, but people do get their NFTs stolen because it's like, hey, I want to buy the crypto or I want to buy your NFTs. Like, you know, send me a link, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they'll just take the, uh, the NFTs and people will cry and moan about it on Twitter. There's uh. a really great podcast from Reply All about a girl who has one of her Justin Bieber bears stolen. And it talks a lot about how you can accidentally use a phishing email, essentially, to lose your bear. It was very sad for her. Once they access your wallet, your crypto wallet, which I will explain a little Uh bit. Once they access that, they can take everything from it. I thought you were going to bring up the Snapchat thief again. That episode of Reply All. Oh, no. Mm, I thought you were going to refer to like the the Nepalese call center that preys upon the elderly. (laughs) (laughs) There's just one of those? (laughs) Um, another more important aspect of cryptocurrency that is related to NFTs is the blockchain. What is the blockchain, you may ask? Think of it as a digital ledger that records all the transactions involving the cryptocurrency in question. Here we go. I and thought it is... was I thought it was what I did on Facebook when I decided I hated all my friends. Uh, well, that is a that is a form of blockchain. You can oh, see when people friended you, and you can see when you unfriended them. It's been long enough that it's still funny, and it's not going to be funny when it happens again, but for now... <laughs> oh, no, another purge. Um, <laughs> did I make the cut? <laughs> the forever <laughs> purge. this round? Um, <laughs> now, and this uh, example is going to reoccur throughout this episode. Uh, let's say someone wants to buy John's feet picks for the month. Ooh. I feel bad for you, son. I got bag, 10 boy. fingies and 10 toes. And that's all they want to see. Um, but the customer doesn't Such want proof rapper. of transaction to go through a third company, like their bank or credit card company. Like if they were to give you a credit card transaction, then that would go to like Visa or MasterCard or whatever. That's like, hey, you used your card to buy his feet picks. And then their wife would find out. Yes. No, no, because we're using Shane's sponsor. <laughs> oh, no. It's been a hot minute, but yes, that did exist. <laughs> uh, let's see. They use their crypto wallet, uh, which can be an anonymous account and as such cannot be traced back to them if they so choose, and purchases a collection of John's feet picks for, let's say, 10,000 Dogecoin. Ooh, and also, again, let's note that crypto wallet made from Superman's cape. And also, at the inevitable or eventual Patreon, $5 tier comes with pictures of my feet. 
two pictures per month. It's the literally we, we, we call it the five dollar foot long. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I'm gonna get really into it, and I'm gonna like start making them like little characters, like painting my toenails so ooh, I look like uh, uh, like Zelda. Like, that actually does sound. <laughs> hold on to that because we're gonna get into things like that can, later. Can I pay five dollars to never look at Michael's feet again, though? Yes. <laughs> okay. That was well, I actually, first... I was about to cover my feet, but then I realized you haven't paid me five bucks, so that was they're out and proud. I got. I'll give you twenty right. Now. Oh shit! <laughs> that was Shane's first comment when we were just like all set up and ready to roll. It was usually all of you guys have to have your feet out. <laughs> no, my first comment was you were not in the room, but I told Michael, "Hey, Fred Flintstone, did Wilma let you leave the house with those things? Or <laughs> is that your only means of conveyance? Like you had to use them in the car? Damn near killed him. <laughs> I could have walked; it would have been faster. Um, so buys collection or feet picks for 10,000 Dogecoin. Mind you, I wrote this section several weeks ago before crypto... When you were thinking uh, of my feet. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. Um, There was a conversation now um, to kind of peel behind... Pure pair. I'm stroking. What you're trying to say is who started from the bottom now. (laughs) To peer behind the curtain, there was a conversation where Courtney said that some person had uh, sold their feet pics online for about five grand a month. Mm -hmm. And so we were like, well, John should get into that business. And that influenced a lot of this episode. The joke is on you. I think you probably have the feet that we should sell. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, So we're looking for men's feet. Uh, no, no, no. your feet are mwah, pristine. And as a peek behind the curtain, pay no attention to the man behind the pop blocker. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wrote this section about several or ten thousand Dogecoin um, several weeks ago before the crypto sex- sector took a massive dump. <laughs> sex? Crypto sex? The sec- crypto Ooh. sex. We need don't to, say we need that out loud. They might sexuality. get that idea. Um, Essentially, the cryptocurrencies took a massive dump in the last week or two and dropped like over half of their uh of it, like um their price. Oh, so that's like, why their you're so value. Aroused. Yes, their value. Thank you. I'm trying to ad lib here, and as 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 known, I can't do that. <laughs> massive um, dump. So I have no I have no idea what ten thousand Dogecoin is worth now. It could be worth five bucks. Uh, who knows? Um, is so, that actually true? Is it all like the last few sentences of? Like the, the current state? Yes, yeah. Uh, literally, cryptocurrency has taken a massive shit in the last week and dropped like half. Uh, in some places, some cryptocurrencies have even dropped like 99%. Much so or basically non-existent. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much they got deleted. That would be $834.44. Oh, okay. Cool. When I last checked it, when I wrote it up, I was looking at like two grand or something like that. So about a, equivalent. Um, wow. So, the, yes. 2000 for his feet picks. I was being generous, but not being as generous as the five grand a month that this person is obviously getting paid. Um, Why did he gesture at me when he said that? Because know. you were the one that told me about it. So you are the source of information for it. <laughs> I, I would have quoted you in my sources, uh, uh, Courtney, as the person that want? told me about the five grand a month of feet picks. Um, and that's low end. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's poor people feet. True. <laughs> this transaction even though anonymous, is then recorded on Dogecoin's blockchain, meaning both parties understand and can prove this transaction existed. So, like, you he pays you, and you send the fee picks, and then you can say, oh, I didn't get the 10,000 Dogecoin, but it's recorded on this blockchain okay. that everyone can see. So there's no doubt that this transaction occurred. It just right. has a little bit more anon- anon- anonymity. Yes. So that. this is how John's ex-girlfriend got filched? <laughs> yes. Okay. So Funnily because enough, no. filched, not felched. 
Oh, <laughs> calm. <yeah>. So, <laughs> uh, her and I have been chatting here and there, like just catching up on each other's lives. Oh, and I am like one slightly too tipsy night away from being like, "Hey, did you ever actually end up getting paid?" Like. Please, you have to let, like, there has to be closure I just want to, to know. this story. Like, <laughs> Morticia, like, where my money? Yeah. <laughs> Complete the, the cycle. Least, where's the video? Where can I watch it? <laughs> just like, I I've like to watch so much old, since then. I, like I need to take performance notes. videos so we can, see, like, I can see how bad how I was and how improve? good I am now. Exactly. <laughs> like, I need to know. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because you know the first thing you do is send it to you, Shane. It actually probably would be the first thing. Be like, You'll probably you mask it as a TikTok you have and to look send at it this to dumb him. Shit. I'm, I'm over here like the Arctic monkeys. I'm like, do I want to know? <laughs> and then it's Shane's thing. It's like, it's like, well, hey, like maybe I can pretend like John's face isn't in it. And then like he'll see like probably in the background like a DVD that I borrowed from him. He's like, nope, no, it's real. That's my <laughs> DVD. Oh, illusion is shattered. No, I'm at that point where I was like, if I really wanted to have sex with that woman, and like opportunity was probably there, so we should. She just, basically did prop. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. We're halfway down the you know, and, yeah. and you said no. You were yeah. a good guy. I was looking you right in the eye. You said no. we're gonna do this, and I was like, we might be doing this. <laughs> yeah, and then it never happened. So it's like it's gonna take me so long to find this thing. <laughs> I need help. Let GPS. Me, let me take another look. It's down there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right back where I am now. <laughs> In the box. Staring down the barrel of a gun. <laughs> About to eat another <laughs> lead sandwich. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to go. <laughs> Got a bullet with my name on it. <laughs> I'm not going to go into detail about how terrible for the environment cryptocurrency is and other Wait. similar issues. Uh, in part because I feel like these points have been driven home by people far more competent than myself. So we're creating something out of the air, and it's harmful for the I was environment. Say. Well, okay. So the process. Oh, okay, I'll explain it a little bit. So the process of mining, where you're solving these complicated math problems, because the act of solving these math problems, you get awarded cryptocurrency from it. So the idea behind it is that you have a super fast computer, like a supercomputer of sorts, that's just chugging these problems. The way that Bitcoin, the original, not the, I guess the original cryptocurrency, the cryptocurrency everyone thinks of, um, it only allows a certain number of crypto, uh, of a Bitcoin completely. Once it hits that limit, it's done. So it's like the amount of gold in the world. Once there, there's no more gold, you don't mine anymore, whatever. Okay. So in order to counteract that, Every math problem you solve gets wor- or is worth less and less Bitcoin. So, like at the beginning, like in the early tens or something like that, you can mine a problem or something, get a Bitcoin out of it. Now you'd get like tens or tenths of a thousandth of of, of a Bitcoin or something okay. like that for that. So now you need these big um, facilities that are just full of supercomputers, and that's actually one of the reasons why graphics cards are so uh, expensive nowadays because a lot of these mining farms buy up all these um super expensive graphics cards so they can do these complicated math problems and get very very little bitcoin out of so it. then we're generating heat yes okay. so the process of mining cryptocurrency generates more or uses more electricity than a lot of um like medium-sized countries like denmark um ne- the and netherlands that's not bullshit that's not bullshit it's it's actually like a big it's a big it, it's a big issue with cryptocurrency in that it uses so much electricity um that it's it it's not very environmentally especially if you think about like what cryptocurrency is used for it's not really used for anything breaking a, a single 
process down converts to 4,500 BTUs of body heat, effectively converting a human being. He's, he's got a point a Matrix there. reference, right? Okay, thank you. So, he, he did the gesture. He did the, the pill gesture. Do you, do you think that's air that you're breathing now? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, fuck, who's uh, the dude who plays the, the Judas in that movie? Uh, the guy who sells him out? Oh, oh yes. Uh, my, uh, Joe Pantoliano. He's in Sopranos, and it's fucking yeah. me up. You didn't know Joey Pants no, was in there? No, I didn't. I've oh, never seen him in anything except for The Matrix, and he showed up in season three of Sopranos. I was like, you have a lot of fun ahead of you, friends. Yep. <laughs> it was actually post-Matrix, too. Was so. it really? Yep. Oh, my God. Um, so, also, this episode is about NFTs. I and how sponsor the episode. <laughs> I... That would have been great if I Joey Pantoliano is sponsoring the Disinformed Podcast. Speaking of which, yes, he is our personal patron. Um, So this episode is about NFTs as opposed to cryptocurrencies and how they're actually very good compared to how terrible cryptocurrencies are. Uh, While NFTs rely on the blockchain and overall cryptocurrency infrastructure, the idea behind NFTs is more separate from cryptocurrency than you'd think. NFTs are short for non-fungible token. Fungible meaning that it can be replaced with something identical. For example, money is fungible. I can trade one dollar bill with another, and nothing is lost or gained. Oh, I'm going to funge you so hard. Oh, you can funge my bills. You can funge my tokens. Funge me, daddy. Mm. <laughs> He's super fungible. I feel like this is a moment that my wife is downstairs, and like I said, that TikTok trend of like, how do you know your partner could never cheat on you? <laughs> and then she's just overhearing this conversation she's like funge me daddy she's like i'm i'm safe there's no way he's ever getting any other pussy there's, there's no, there's so no what you're shot. saying is no pussy no pussy he bought she bought in when she could um <laughs> so and his value keeps going up i'm an nft <laughs> yeah you're great value <laughs> well i would say no because you are kind of replaceable <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're worth yeah. I, I could see my value dropping ninety-nine percent this week. <laughs> I can replace you with another John and nothing. No, hold on. I didn't think John was replaceable until Logan showed up. Oh no. <laughs> we should do that one episode, just have Logan enter in <laughs> instead of John see if the any- fucked up thing is that Logan so Logan and I used to work together, we don't work together anymore. But he'll come every now and again and hang out at the bar and like have some drinks. And more than once, while he has come in as like civilian, like to sit down as a guest, he sits down. He's in front of me, and someone around works up the courage, to be like, "Are you guys brothers? You got Are that you- all the time when you were working together." Yeah, but it's, st- it's still happening now. But it's even more hilarious now because it's not people that we are both serving. It is like legitimately like people are like, "What's going on here?" You know what's funnier though, like that, that he's handsome. No, no, no. <laughs> It's a compliment for you. It is a compliment for me. Wait for the joke. It's coming. Is that uh, Sam and I get the same question at half the gigs we play. (laughs) (laughs) Folks just walk up to us like, are you guys brothers? (laughs) (laughs) It's because you both have a remarkable fashion sense. Indeed. Yeah, I can see that. Now, see, that's a that is well contained, not just whopping around in booty shorts. (laughs) God. I'm talking about mine. Calm down. What you all thinking? That's bad. Uh, Don't knock your SG off the wall, friend. I'm, you're scaring me. 
Oh, it'll be it'll be fine. Yeah. It's it's taking worse. I'll break that fucking thing. I don't even care. So I don't even hesitate. <laughs> so to explain non fungibility, non fungible, um, and what it means for NFTs, let me go back to John's feet pick example because I'll be using this example for the rest of the episode, oh, as good. I have said. Thanks, Michael. Yes, you're welcome. I'm a fan uh, of good imagery. <laughs> let's say Courtney and I both have different feet picks from John. Why are you trying to toe jam this joke in here? Oh, I'm jamming this toe. Okay, so, it's more than a toe. It's a whole foot. Okay, oh. so the one that I sent to Courtney was a custom order. And well, it was that, a gift for Jonah's birthday. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. And then mine, you were bored. You're like, ah, bored, feeling cute. So on this picture, Might delete it's later. Uh, for, for Jonah slash Courtney, because it's actually Courtney's. You're holding a banana with um, your I fucking painted, golem feet. I painted my... I painted my big toe green, and I drew it to look like Shrek. Um... Uh, like with his arms crossed in front of him, like he's mad. Uh, <laughs> and then for Michael's foot pick that I sent, it's still like the the big toe. That's my shtick. So the big toe for Michael is the one that looks like Link from Legend of Zelda, and his arms are crossed down, and he's holding a sword, like he could do something with it. But you're uh, not sure. See, Shrek <laughs> makes more go. sense because of the smell. <laughs> what are you doing in my swamp? Um, <laughs> that's your Scottish accent. It's not you want, good. You want to take that again? No. Since German. These, <laughs> uh, since these are NFTs, they're non-interchangeable. My feet pick is uniquely different from Courtney's feet pick. That is, are you they just teach- describing fingerprints. Yes, actually, that's another way. Your fingerprints are non <laughs> fungible. You can't exchange your fingerprint for another one. I, I feel like that is tangential to the outside. I'm reading a book that says contrary. <laughs> well, I mean. Yeah, in a theoretical sense. Yeah, you're right. Like, fingerprints can be identical in a lot of situations. And no, I was going like to say, that. I fungied anyway. my fingerprints like seven times. And you got away with all of them. I finger bang banged it into her heart. <laughs> <laughs> Is it sad for you? Like, it's sad for me that the older that we're getting, the less relevant these South Park quotes are going to get. No. That is a deep, deep South Park reference that not a lot of people will grab. I've always been out of touch, well, so, so maybe, I mean, there's uh, never a change in that. Well, maybe there's there's a blessing in there, because then maybe we can snag the band name Faith Plus One soon. Indeed. <laughs> so, kind of going on with fingerprints, but uh, another way to think about them is that they are like art, in that paintings by the same artists aren't interchangeable. Da Vinci's Mona Lisa isn't equal to The Last Supper, and thus John's feet picks are fundamentally unique and not equal in value. I was really <laughs> happy of that comparison, comparing Da Vinci to John's feet. Um, uh, by art, I thought you meant an armless and legless person hanging on a wall somewhere. That is also art. Indeed. Uniquely art. If that's how he's named. Mm-hmm. Um, there are two types of NFTs, uh, separate digital assets and then art collections. Separate digital assets are harder to define. So instead, I'll give a few examples and then connect it back to John's feet picks because I'm doing that the whole episode. Like I said, the first tweet from Twitter co-founder Jack Dorsey, just setting up my Twitter, was originally... So, why did I say it like <laughs> why that? Why did you... Why? You, you actually managed it. a Scottish accent without my Twitter. trying. Yes. Setting up my Twitter. Setting up my Twitter. My Twitter. My Twitter. My Twitter. Whoa. Oh, who touched, Almost got it. Who touched my Twitter? <laughs> oh, no. All right. The Just setting up my Twitter was originally sold last year as an NFT for $2.9 million. How the fuck? So it's not even, and, and I'll explain this a little bit more later, but it's not even the tweet itself. It's 
it's not even the rights to the tweet. <laughs> Isn't it just like a picture of it? It's a, a link screenshot? to a yeah. website that has that picture. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, and someone bought it for $2.9 million. And that is true. Gullibility is still alive and well in the American consciousness. Mm, is, uh, that, is that bullshit? No, that is true. Oh, God, I quit. Um, another good example is the decade-old Neon Cat gif, oh. or GIF. Depends on the person. Uh, you know, the one with the you cat with the right pop-tart? people that are wrong? Yes. <laughs> uh, you choose. Uh, uh, le- leave a uh, comment down in the comments. Let's note, choosy moms choose GIF. Mm-hmm. You know, the one with the cat with a Pop-Tart for a body flying through space with a rainbow shooting out of its ass. Uh, it <laughs> sold last year for some $600,000. God damn. Yeah. Thankfully, that was sold by the original creator of that meme, which is a perfect example of an artist making money for their art. Is the amount of $600,000 bullshit? I'm not John. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I figure if I'm not stabbing, I'm not. I know, that's, that's a fair point. Um, both of those numbers were true. Just setting up my Twitter... I don't know why. Anyway, $2.9 million and then Neon Cat, $600,000. It would be like John, world-renowned foot model, had exactly one feet pick. Because I wrote wrote it feet. No, I wrote feet pick for all of it. Feet pick. Long before he got into the feet modeling business and decided to sell that one as a singular NFT instead of with his usual set of feet picks. Well, the thing is, is that if you were dealt my hand, you would have done the same thing. No, yeah. Because I'm a phone? I'm a teacher yeah, at a school. I teach yeah. <laughs> I, I teach bio and I got cancer and I want to leave a nest egg for my family. And I <laughs> so found out through one of my students oh my that God. I can sell my feet pics and then I can leave a healthy little egg for my family when I die. Now, <laughs> but I didn't know that the world of foot pick selling was so nefarious. But John, <laughs> I thought we were going to the cold stone cream. <laughs> And furthermore, I'm, I've now decided that from this point forward, since we've got Cash Money Michael Clark here, a poor, and <laughs> a poor. I need to give you an official nickname, you're now the Shredder. Mm. Uh, yeah, because you're the Black Blur. Well, yes, that's yeah, been established. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. do you not understand? You're the Shredder. You are the, the Lord of the Foot Clan. <laughs> <laughs> I accept. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Uh, I will add that these digital, uh, individual digital assets can be sold as a collection. Are you talking um, about his toes again? <laughs> yes. These individual digital assets, because each toe is a digital asset. Indeed. Um, can be sold as a collection. The most well-known example being the artist Mike Wrinkleman. AKA, That's a made-up fucking That name. is a real name. He goes by the, t- the name Beeple, which he is an artist. That's what he goes by. Excuse me. Missed opportunity. Yeah, I know. Wrinkleman. Like, come on. I mean, at least call yourself Foreskin or something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, (laughs) Like a man. (laughs) He sold a collection of the art that he produced for around 13 years for a grand total of $69.3 million. And before anyone calls bullshit, that is true and also nice. (laughs) Um, You know what's funny is since we're talking about people actually profiting from their art, I'm going to dovetail slightly. Go for it. Because I remembered that I needed to talk about this apropos of nothing. (laughs) But uh, in listening to our old episodes, I realized I was watching some clips of the the Depp Heard trial today. And there are some folks that are using a very good friend of ours music 
as an underscore for her responding to things with a quizzical like look. And I only know this because we used so much of his music <gasps> in our early episodes. Are you fucking that, kidding me so right now? If you hearken back to our early episode, I'm forgetting the episode, but it's uh, when John starts and I'm... John says he's tiptoeing through the forest to steal the virginity of a fairy. That first three episodes. I yes. Think. Um, that music is what they are using for Amber Heard's thought music. <laughs> so when she's asked a hard question by one of uh, Johnny Depp's lawyers, they start playing that. And all I hear when I hear that music now is I'm waiting for John to say, I'm tiptoeing through the forest to steal the virginity of a fairy. <laughs> It ruined me. So yes, uh, shout out to Kevin MacLeod, aka Uncle Touchy, uh, still out there, not profiting from he his various has work. The biggest daddy energy of all fucking time. He indeed, does. indeed. But uh, you know that's fame when you're uh, when your music that's given away without rights. Also, I, I knew that uh, I know that one of his songs is licensed for Last Podcast now, or at least is used on Last Podcast. Oh, nice. I think is their I think their outro music is is a Kevin MacLeod or oh. one of I've noticed. I was on like one the outro their... music is still the shining. Oh, music, one of though, one but... of one of their songs and one okay. of their shows is a Kevin MacLeod original, and I know that for sure. The beautiful man. It is. So so shout out to you, MacLeod. Just dropping MacLeods everywhere. Man, if we can get him on an episode, that would be fantastic. He's actually doing, I think he's actually doing fine for himself. I was going to say. Oh, uh, he is. He's doing awesome. I'm sure that if someone posed to me, would you like to be on a podcast where you were referred to as a pederast for like 18 episodes? Would You'd you like, say yes. He's too whore. busy uh, crying into his platinum diamond napkins. I know, right? <laughs> Got that Scorsese money. Anyway, sorry for the derail. No, that's a good. Speaking of people who do not make money off of their artistic exploration and expression, that's he he could sell his his music as NFTs. Each song would be an NFT, and so you would air quotes air quotes own that song. (laughs) Except for you wouldn't have any rights to the song or any way to distribute the song, but you'd air quotes own the song. Indeed. And I'll join you for a second and say you're going to go find that exact audio clip that I was referring to and insert it into the episode. I'm kidding. Go. Oh, you should actually. That'd be a good uh, a good play. Uh, I am not voluntolding you anything. Live from the liar's lair. It's the disinformed podcast. I'm Shane. I'm John, and I'm Michael. I'm tiptoeing through the fields to steal the virginity of a fairy. Excuse me? (laughs) Each NFT in that collection is different, as it was a project of Beeple's uh, to improve his art skills by producing one piece of art every day for 5,000 days. This sounds like such a made-up fucking name. I was like, is that that Becky's new name? (laughs) Beeple's? Beeple's. Uh, let's see. It was sold on a platform called Nifty Gateway. I only mention this because one of its co-founders was, I shit you not, a person named Duncan Cock Foster. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he does. And it's not bullshit. I appreciate his parents' sense of humor. I know, right? In a CNN article, he's frequently quoted as Cock Foster. And while his name is all sorts of unfortunate, he makes a connection that we will see later on. Cock Foster said in a video call, and I quote, We have systems for collecting paintings, and we have systems for collecting sculptures. But until now, 
people hadn't figured out a good way to collect digital art. And NFTs allow you to do that. Uh, he does add that buying tokens is easier and a lot more accessible than art collecting. Indeed, he is also an adoption advocate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let your parents name you like they did me. Um, <laughs> no, he's just trying to find you know decent places to but foster. At a certain point, oh. too, like he could change his name. Like you he can could. legally just go change he's, your name. He likes he's, it. He he's likes probably to be proud called. that he is Duncan Cock Foster. Yeah, that sounds like big dick energy. If yeah. I've ever heard Honestly, it. Honestly, yeah, I come from a long line of Cock Fosters. <laughs> he's like he's like a man I, named Sue. I too he, come. He, from he a became cock. stronger for it. <laughs> Foster. Yeah. <laughs> I like to foster. Uh, anyway, uh, here's a better feet pick example. Let's oh, say good. John. I was really worried that I didn't have a good one. Yet. Oh, don't worry. It all comes back to feet picks. It's Shrek too. If any, if you take away anything from this episode, feet, feet picks. picks. And uh, oh, also, also, just to add uh, something to take away from this episode, you can insure your body parts. So if you are selling your feet picks, your individual toes. Have a value. Yep. And you can literally, not a joke, go get those insured. Yeah, I know. I, I heard about Jennifer Lopez in the in the booty insurance. That's exactly I, it. I'm with yeah. <laughs> Is that true? That is true. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> it's her most valuable there's asset. Even like, so, like, so just <laughs> since, we're, since we're here, there's even a bit on the show Metalocalypse with one of the guitar players that he's going to be doing almost like an Esteban infomercial shoot. So they have him wear glass. Like, like, help me, Shane. <laughs> like, like, like a green like, fingers, like air gauntlet. purified, like air purified oh, okay. things on his hands that are made of glass. So it's like you, you can still see his hands, but they're just in these glass boxes that are insured in case they break or he hurts his hands before the infomercial. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Okay, I'm not sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's. Say John, while still holding his world-renowned foot model status, also drew his feet on the side to fully understand the foot and its inner workings. Workings. His inner workings. Yeah, exactly. His inner workings. His feet aren't that hairy, Michael. Just the knuckles, actually. Yeah. Uh, I immediately stared at your feet to verify that. <laughs> I mean, and, and they're too far away to verify, so I can't. It's uh, dark in here too because I know how you like it. <laughs> he, uh, he is very Hobbit-like. <laughs> then when a second breath. Uh, anyway, uh, then after Hello, several Jesus. years of attempting to draw feet every day for improvement, he finally decides to share his feet drawings with the world by selling his collection as digital media. Speaking of feet picks, the second time a type of NFTs is an art collection. And just like our own beautiful NFTs, some artists can procedurally generate thousands or tens of thousands of variations of one piece of art. Two examples are the Bored Apes Yacht Club, which I believe our NFTs are based on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, and Crypto uh, Kitties. Crypto Kitties are one of the original NFT collections, but I don't know much about them, so we're going to talk about Bored Apes. <laughs> Uh, I know much more about the 10,000 Bored Apes than any other NFT collection, in part because of the news revolving around BAYC, as they are known. Many celebrities have at least one Bored Ape, including Justin Bieber, Logan Paul, Snoop Dogg, Goop's own Gwyneth Paltrow. Is that bullshit? No. Uh, Shaq, Madonna, Jimmy Fallon, and Way Paris Hilton. <laughs> yes. Uh, with Paris Hilton and Jimmy Fallon showing up their apes on an episode of The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Man, you'd think Paris would have learned by now. You'd think, but no. 
Um, other such news involving the BAYC is the Yacht Club aspect, wherein those with at least one board ape in their digital wallet can have access to various corners of the internet, like an exclusive Discord server, uh, where board ape owners, owners can talk to each other. Discord is kind of like just another way that people can chat to each other, like Facebook Messenger, but it's all, it's not public, but it's something that you can join. Oh, I thought it was like a BAD9. No. I also didn't get the right. I, I got um, you. You're good. Since there are actual, uh, wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Since there are actual Eberty, uh, celebrities Eberty. who, Eberties, I don't Katniss know why I lost Eberty. the seat. Yes, Katniss Eberties. Uh, since, the, uh, since there are actual celebrities who own board apes, it kind of is a big deal. Because if they're on this Discord server, you can talk to people like Jimmy Fallon, to Steph Zoom Curry. Gwyneth Paltrow. I think Steph Curry is also one yes, of those. Yeah, okay, okay, cool. Um, I didn't include the whole exhaustive list because I didn't want to list everyone. Obviously, but... you got to hit the high points. Yeah, like Logan Paul. Snoop Dogg. And... Yeah, Logan Paul. Yeah. Priorities, um, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Madonna. Very, very important. Oh, priorities. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. T2. Um, also, if it wasn't a good enough sell that you get to talk to celebrities, potentially, uh, you could audition your ape to appear in a film series called the D-Gen Trilogy, being produced by cryptocurrency trading platform Coinbase. And that is a recent thing that came, I think it was announced in April of this year. They're creating a trilogy based off of bored apes. And you can audition your ape where you actually get paid an amount for them to use your ape in their movie. That's dumb and I hate it. I agree. Does it uh, degent though? Yeah. Is right. it a lie? No, it's not. Uh and and that's and I'm I wish it was. Um this that also wasn't the first movie that people had tried to uh, make with bored apes and then another type of cryptocurrency which I think was like Angry Lions or something like that. It, it involved an apocalypse, them going off to Mars in a spaceship called Elon and living on Mars, and it was a sitcom and it was poorly drawn. I have, I think I have the link in my show notes, and if not, I'll make sure I include that. Well, from the second you said lions, I was just thinking Nikita, and my brain went in a whole different headspace. That's, uh, that, that's you were better for it. You were no, very a better for it. Corner of the room. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a box. Obviously, I can't think of anything else. <laughs> Um, they also opened, so someone, I don't know why I said they, someone opened a Bored Apes themed restaurant in SoCal in April this year called Bored and Hungry. Uh, they accept Ethereum, one of the more popular currencies, and ApeCoin, a cryptocurrency associated with the Bored Apes, as a form of payment. Did that actually happen? It did. I read someone's review of it. They said that it was very gimmicky. Oh, no you don't shit. say. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you also, uh, they'll scan your crypto wallet, and if you own a Bored Ape or any of their spinoffs, because they've done multiple spinoffs of Bored Apes where they create more NFTs and add to them, uh, then you'll get a free combo or some other perk in the restaurant. So, you get some perks. You know, oh, you, you buy good, a Bored Ape, good. and you get a free combo in this restaurant oh. in SoCal. That oh. makes the $10,000 you spent on it totally worthwhile. It's not 10000 yeah, No, it's, it's way more than that now. Yeah. 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 Now, if that suddenly, uh, now, if that made you suddenly decide to purchase one of your own Bored Apes so you can get these cool perks at this Long Beach restaurant, uh, the cheapest apes, as of writing this, uh, go on sale for about $300,000. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that's affordable. Yeah, yeah, it's worth it, too. You buy the $300,000, you get a free burger. So some people, it's like, oh, I could have a house. Yeah. Or I could Actually, have Actually, that's cheaper than a house yeah. right now. Yeah. Oh, that's very fair. In Arizona, yep, definitely. Um, 
alas, when's sons- my next stimulus check? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't al- know. You got to update your OnlyFans first. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's not stimulating anybody. No, oh, <clears throat> stimulating me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alas, since none of us have that kind of wife privilege, uh, we'll have to Ow. find. Why did I write this? We'll have to find <laughs> our own way. The same thing. <laughs> no, this this whole sentence is ass. Alas, since none of us have that kind of wife privilege, we'll have to find our own way to diamond hands that Lambo straight to the moon or whatever. Yeah, that was a dog. You got one more chance, and I'm walking out of this room. I don't. I think I use Lambo once, but I don't write it like that. I just use the term Lambo. We started from the bottom. Now Now we're Lamboing to the moon. So what that translates to into normal speak is: since we don't have that kind of money, we have to find another way to make the money, uh, and we're going to sell NFTs to do that. And that process is actually very straightforward. Uh, First, and probably the most important, you've got to have real art skills. With the market being what it is, especially in this economy. <laughs> in these trying times. <laughs> oh, I should have written that instead. Ah, uh, You'll need some real artistic chops to stand out and get easily noticed. Second, you'll need to actually design your NFT collection. Something that is both interchangeable, so you can make thousands of them, but also unique. Since that is the non-fungible part of NFTs. Third, you need a digital wallet that has cryptocurrencies in it. Including such companies, uh, using such companies, sorry, uh, as Coinbase, MetaMask, etc. cetera. Uh, so pretty much you would buy cryptocurrencies through these companies and then they'll keep your wallet. It's, it's, it's like a bank, but it's not a bank because they don't want to be regulated like a bank. I thought it's when I open up a tab at a bar. That is a Coinbase. Um, <laughs> doing so will allow you, allow you to create an account in their respective marketplaces to upload and sell, Eric quotes, sell your NFTs. You'll also need to have crypto in that wallet in order to be able to sell it because you need to pay fees. Uh, you'll set the price, royalty fees, and all, and you're all set. Your NFTs will be available to the public and you can watch a sweet, sweet Ethereum tokens flood into your wallet as you sell them. Gotta spend money like to make bullshit. Money. It just all sounds like bullshit. <laughs> Seeing how easy this whole operation is for artists like John and his thousands of feet picks. You can start to see how this really could help struggling artists like John. Given how, given how box of porn that you can see from outer space. Yeah, his feet porn. Um, I can't believe I said we're all just men of corn. (laughs) Given how niche his genre is, feet pics. Why are we talking about his niche? Oh man. Um and how private the feet fetish community could possibly be My potentially feet look like this so hers can look like that. <laughs> <laughs> what happens to John's business when I start start selling counterfeit pics? I don't think I've no no cuz that's the beauty of crypto. There's no counterfeiting. If she said counterfeit. There is a way no, yeah that's fair. I didn't make shit. <laughs> I ain't asked for this. Um so, given how niche his genre is, John does not have many choices when it comes to selling his feet art I'm to gonna, local art galleries. I only film the ones where the feet fall out. <laughs> exactly. You're allowed to show them nude. They've just got souls. <laughs> um, you did this, Michael. You chose this. Oh, no, I love this. This is actually great. When you're dirty, they're dark souls. <laughs> 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 so, 
Uh, <laughs> since his original works are physical copies, he can't go, uh, he can't just go trapezing around the state or even the country trying to apply his wares to random galleries. Nice verb usage. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he would need connections, whether through previous auctions at galleries or just knowing the right people to get his work in at an art show. I've proven I don't have those connections. <laughs> you don't have the right people. So this is where NFTs and the decentralized nature of their market really helps John and his feet picks. In theory, don't you like how I, I, I'm so, uh, si- I, Why I sound so. Why don't you just so, kiss him? It makes sense. That you gave me the city. idea to talk about his feet. Just by saying some other dude made five grand Michael, a month on his feet picks, and that just, it was an so, earworm. So here's how the room is set up, and you'll definitely see it through the socials. But <laughs> so, like, when you walk in the door, there's Shane. And then immediately in front of Shane, there's Michael. To the right of Michael, and this is all in it. You know, <laughs> Wait, to the right. Well, You're right. To my life. right. To yes, my right okay. of Shane is Michael. So it's all, it's <laughs> clock- You're confusing. Sorry. In a clockwise fashion in the room, it would be Shane, Michael, Courtney's on the couch, I'm in my desk chair, and then that's the circle. Michael has been. Throughout the whole episode, staring. Well, yeah, because you're me. directly in front of me. Not only am I directly in front of him, but I can tell from your energy that you were so excited about the feet. Because I, and when if I, was... I would have known, I would have put these no, fucking no, put bad those boys away. away. I don't want to see those. <laughs> I don't want you to charge me money for it. Also, furthermore, I can't see shit. <laughs> we essentially did to Shane shit. what Becky does to horses when they're training. Yes. I asked him if he could give me a fucking feed bag in addition to the blinders that I had over here so I could function. We're just right trying now, to lead him along the episode without being too problematic. I'm right also, now, right it's now not we're working. Trying to, uh, it's not working. We're trying to get Shane used to the, the public again. So we put, we, put the, we put the blinders on him and we've just been throwing shit at him to make sure he doesn't flinch so he doesn't accidentally hurt somebody once we put him out yeah, of fan I'm, fusion. I'm a flight risk. C- case in point, he had the blinders off earlier today and he noticed the woman. With Indeed. <laughs> fear the f- That's all I'm saying. Hashtag uh, fear the f- Furthermore, also while Mike's over here like just dripping saliva out of his mouth no no it's sweat I, it's sweat i'm trying to work blood flow back into my ass cheeks and so if you have an isolated cut of my audio it is probably just me breathing like i'm running a marathon because i'm like <laughs> i will say that there are benefits and detriments to being in the same room indeed and i appreciate Agreed. you weathering it i know that it's a little warm right now mostly i just i, I want to stand up you can stand. I'm about to do it. Do it. Ow. <laughs> Ow, mommy. Daddy. Hurt. You're hurting me. <laughs> <laughs> Where is she? You're hurting me. <laughs> Where is that? Where is that? Rachel. <laughs> Why did Stan think I'm doing this to Also, Shane is sober. So... <laughs> Mostly. This is okay. why I don't drink, friends, because God help me if you took me off the chain. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, that 200% is Shane is too much. <laughs> Tone it down. Where's the volume down? Off? I'm not wearing hockey pants. You need a doctor to talk. I was raised in it. Molded by it. <laughs> fucked with it. <laughs> he fucked around and found out. Uh, and fell anyway. in love. So this is where NFTs and the decentralized nature of their market really helps John with his feet picks. <laughs> I love these sentences. Love that for and you, bud. This gives you power in, over me? <laughs> in theory, all artists who sell their art on the NFT marketplaces have the same level playing field. It's not, and it's not just John, or 
It's not just feet pics that John can sell, but instructional videos on how to take the perfect feet pic, uh, maybe some videos of John taking some feet pics and so on. Remember, an NFT doesn't have to be a picture, but any sort of digital media that it is self itself is unique. Mm-hmm. A good example is the NFT marketplace NBA Top Shot, which Ooh. sells NFTs of basketball video highlights. <laughs> no, that isn't bullshit, but it drives the point home I made earlier about how decentralized this is. John could, with enough time and feet fans, uh, foster his own community of NFT feet fetishists, where other feet pick artists can auction their own NFTs. John, probably the first of his kind, could help gather together feet pick artists and enjoyers alike. Would you call that the agony of the feet? <laughs> you know, if he feels that that is the correct like name for his feet community, his so, feet fetish community, then yeah. It's a murder of crows, an unkindness of ravens, and an agony of foot fetishists. I actually <laughs> think I'd call it like between two souls. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's good. Rolls off the tongue. Um, Let's see. While gathering these newbie feet aficionados together, he can help guide... Why are you showing? There are feet pick NFTs on OpenSea. God damn it! I thought I was original, but I am not. Calm down. Well, you forgot about all the rules of the internet. That's didn't you? fair. Yep, that's true. This Press is F. Sexy feet NFTs. Beautiful. They, are they actually sexy feet? That's what they're called. And we're actually sponsored now that I mention it uh, by Sexy Feet NFTs and their Sexy Feet community. So stop trying also, to bring I'm it back. Remind yeah. you all of a little game now that summer is is basically here mm-hmm. it is my favorite season on instagram stories and that's called hot dogs or legs Ooh. <laughs> oh and i'm i'm the asshole for talking about <laughs> <laughs> so uh feel free just to leave a comment on anything that you see and be like huh making some hot dogs and just see if it works out <laughs> i am invoking the <laughs> loophole Oh, that's some nice hot dogs. Loopa. We're going to talk about it. When did Taco Bell add that to their menu? Oh, God. Loopa. <laughs> yeah, you can't actually get that at the backyard, You spend all this time finding out if you could. <laughs> but not if you should. Um, let's see here. Loopa's back. Okay. While gathering these newbie feet aficionados together, he can help guide these people into the world of crypto, either by advising them to invest in crypto that John has invested in, or even creating his own crypto called feet coin or something i'm kind of like the jesus of nazareth of foot, of porn. foot, of foot <laughs> fetish nfts except for not because we already there's already a person taking your thunder and hey hold on one second didn't jesus wash some feet too so Indeed. he was into it what you're saying though is that you're flat as a board and easy to nail exactly <laughs> okay gotcha uh, let's see here this way he can get people not even interested in feet to invest in his brand slash community so you got feet coin, feet fetishes, expand. Feet, feet it's your whole personality now, yeah. bud. You're, it's not about shit anymore. It's feet. Yeah. Por qué no los dos? Haven't you heard of a you waffle You can stop? shit on your feet. Indeed. I bet sexy feet pick M- NFTs don't have shit on feet. <laughs> Get it with chicken. Get it with steak. The new loopa from waffle See, stop. I was thinking... <laughs> Well, John could just turn his like morning turd into NFTs. Oh. They would all be original. Okay, hear me out here. Trigger warning. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. no. Censor, we're censoring this. Stop recording. <laughs> it's what I was saying. Por qué no los dos? You just get into the shower in the morning, you let a little turd go down there, and then you waffle stomp it down the drain. 
and you take videos and pictures only if of it. you're renting, not if you own. I could make it look like one of Shane's artful Vietnam War pictures that he likes so much. <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> or the, you know something you order from Del Taco. <laughs> like, oh, look at the soldiers trekking through the mud. It's not mud. <laughs> <laughs> Those refried beans are really chunky. <laughs> Hey, Gump, get in this hole. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to lean against you and you just lean right back against me. This way we don't have to sleep with our heads in the mud. <laughs> oh, Bubba, no. Now I'm sad. I can't stop coming. <laughs> <laughs> and while John is doing all this community building and communal investing... He's still pulling Lambos out of thin air through selling and reselling his NFTs. Cancel. Courtney, come back. Courtney. <laughs> I said I said I said I was gonna use Lambos once. We're That's done. It. We're done. I here. said that. I said that. I prefaced it. <sighs> These mic filters aren't working. They're not working. Well, no one can filter me. Um <laughs> I can't filter Someone me. Someone can waffle stomp you though. <laughs> <laughs> waffle stomp me through this. <laughs> Hashtag the shower fucking drink. Waffle stomp me, daddy. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the fact that you're selling and reselling your NFTs brings me to another difference between physical art and NFTs. In most physical art transactions, the artist themselves doesn't see any cut on their work if it's resold. Uh, almost like a royalty, if you will. If you buy something at a secondhand store like Goodwill or Bookman's, um, whoever originally made that product isn't going to make money when it's bought a second time. If John were still selling his feet picks to art galleries, he'd only see money from the initial purchase, but none from subsequent or subsequent <laughs> purchases. So um, I need my royalties, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a good example of this is an artist by the name of David Hockney, who had a painting of his sell for about $90 million in 2018. That bitch trying to stomp on my territory? Uh, no, it's not feet pics. Um, but that apparently set the auction record for a living artist, for the most money for a purchase um, for a living artist. But he got absolutely fuck all from that transaction. He didn't make any money from it because his dealer had originally sold it for $18,000 back in 1972. So he made, exactly. So he made that cut um, originally in 1972 when he was doing coke, uh -huh. allegedly. Uh -huh. um, but he didn't make any money from the most recent sell. Yeah. So, um, however, in the case of NFTs being sold through platforms like OpenSea and Nifty Gateways, there is a cut that the original creator gets for any subsequent trans... trans I got subsequent, and I got so excited, I, I lost my train of thought. You're a beautiful man. You're doing terrific. There is a cut that the original creator gets for every subsequent transaction, uh, almost like a royalty, like you said. Uh, since the NFT's history, including the original creator, is available on the blockchain, it is incredibly simple for the creator to get a cut of the profits, since their name is connected to the art itself, like if John signed every single one of his feet picks. Exactly. It's, it's exactly like that. Mm -hmm. It's 100%. Just yeah. like that. Yeah, his signature is he adds a little bit of chili powder to every one. He actually yeah. signs with his pinky toe. I Billy sure P. do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, That's why he's Cat and Cook. <laughs> uh, call me. This way, artists like John get passive income as his fee picks are sold and resold to other buyers. He already gets passive income. Uh, well, yes. I yeah, the wife income. privilege and all that. 
Well, that's more an allowance, not really passive income. Because, uh, that's a fine point. Yeah. Yes. Well, you're going um, to try harder than that. <laughs> <laughs> your allowance is $5. Don't spend it all in one place. Um, Damn it. <laughs> you didn't do your chores this week. Uh, whether drastically increasing in profit, like, profit, like David Hock- uh, Hockney. I wrote Jockney for some reason. I, I oh, misspelled his name. Well, David Hockney. Or if they maintain or even drop in price. So no matter what they sell for, you still get a cut of the profits. Uh, so with all these benefits and easy ways to make money, why haven't we heard of artists becoming the new upper class? Driving around in their Lamborghinis, because I didn't want to trigger you again, and funding crazy art projects like building a spaceship to the moon using crypto. Well, that's because there isn't a new upper class of NFT artists making bank because... NFTs are essentially a scam and not good, like I said before. Indeed. So I'm going to do a rug pull on y'all, just like the many, many minor cryptocurrencies who pull the rug out from their investors. Joke's on you. I don't own a hair piece. Would you say Oof. that you're pulling the rug out from under my feet? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. So this is one of the few times where I'm actually going to say that I did lie earlier. And I'm going to actually say it during the episode instead of at the end. So I said that NFTs are really beneficial and good for the artistic community. And that is completely bullshit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And is that objective? Like, or- it, it, when we cover it, you will understand how objective it is. Like that NFTs like benefit. It, NFTs pretty much are digital equivalent of physical art collections. Where if you're popular and you know the right people, you can make a boatload of money. But if you don't, who the hell wants it? Exactly. So, um, and I was making a reference to rug pools because a lot of minor cryptocurrencies actually do these sort of rug pools, uh, where they actually will sell the creators of the cryptocurrency, which they usually have a substantial, um, stake in their cryptocurrency, will sell all their cryptocurrency at once, uh, and then pretty much make out with all the money because by selling so much, it drops in price to pretty much nothing. And they make out with millions of dollars and everyone else is left holding bags. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like there isn't a national bank fortifying the worth of these things. So it's not guaranteed. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 like betting. It's like going to a casino. A lot of people say even the stock market, which is a lot more regulated than crypto, is like a casino. This is why I don't invest in anything, not even myself. Yeah, exactly. Same. Why bother? You're not going to see any uh, return on investment. I don't for myself. Yeah, certainly um, not after 12 years of college. Ugh. Tell me about it. Um, The whole premise uh, that NFTs are beneficial to the artistic community is completely bullshit, while the concept of NFTs, which was pretty much what I was explaining, in theory could benefit artists and help them make money. But in practice, it's far from that. Um, As a side note, in the first 10 days of May 2022, at least five cryptocurrencies did a rug pull, making about $4.6 million dollars. So whoever created these cryptocurrencies, they suddenly made all that money and everyone else that bought into it, nothing. Um, Also in that time, because I mentioned spam um, people earlier, uh, they were able to steal about $6.4 million worth of cryptocurrencies and NFT assets, either by hosting uh, scam streams where they had um, video of Elon Musk and a couple of other like really big uh, investors in the stock market um, allegedly buying crypto. So that they can, and through this one specific link, it was pretty much like a mass uh, phishing exercise or through phishing exercises where people get your 
um, digital wallet by saying something like, I think your digital wallet isn't working with our website. If you can just send us the link to it. <clears throat> so, And there's like a pin associated with your wallet is like the one thing that protects everything. And if yep. you give that away, everybody can take all your shit. Yeah. It's pretty much like that pin is what separates your digital wallet from your physical wallet that you could just hand mm-hmm. to someone. Why don't they have dragons like Gringotts? <sighs> I couldn't think of... I, <laughs> I almost went into a thing about because you don't have uh, goblins that look suspiciously like a specific minority, you know, like guarding the front door and everything like that. But that's here, neither here nor there. Which minority no. are we referring to? <laughs> Before we get into <laughs> NFTs uh, and how they don't actually benefit the art community, I want to point out the ridiculousness of NFTs as a concept. Okay. So let's say John makes a new collection of feet picks, some 10,000 of them. Okay. The boy who jizzed. (laughs) With his community, he's able to sell most of them almost immediately with a small number left. With his foot soldiers. (laughs) See, there you go. The rank and file could be the foot soldiers. That's perfect. Between two souls, foot soldiers. Uh Um, However, as he searches through the community forums and interacts with his fans and fellow feet pick enthusiasts he notices some new accounts being made with their profile pictures featuring the feet picks that weren't sold he also sees some new accounts featuring profile pictures of feet picks owned by well-known contributors within the community these well-known contributors notice too and artists or arguments sorry artists arguments erupt across the community it appears and john in his infinite wisdom did not consider that Someone or anyone really could save feet pick NFTs without needing to buy them at all. A brilliant invention known as right clicking on the image and hitting the save as option on the drop down menu. Or a screen grab. Sorry, or a was, screen what grab. was getting me to giggle a little bit is Michael was like, look around this room and you see all the like there's some art prints. There's there's quite a few things printed and framed and put on the wall, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. Now I want you to imagine that instead of art prints. They're all just pictures of my feet. <laughs> oh. Well, um, firstly, there's a smell. <laughs> you like, smell like different. There's no, there's no art prints. <laughs> it's just different. It's just me in different like positions. Being like, <laughs> with your foot over your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's doing the shh, but with his big toe. <laughs> I need this picture in reality. Oh, your wish is my demand. <laughs> <laughs> this is an actual problem, not not your decorating your whole room with oh, feet that's picks, a problem. But, but the save as, uh, that's a problem within the NFT community, not necessarily with himself, um, especially with the board ape NFTs, uh, since many owners flaunt their ownership by changing their Twitter profile picture to their board ape. Because if you're going to spend something that's several hundred thousand dollars on, you're going to fucking flaunt it. Uh-huh. Um, one of the easiest ways to piss off these people is to download their profile picture, save as, screen grab, whatever, uh-huh. and just at them with pictures of the board ape that they spent hundreds of thousands or even millions of dollars on. And it pisses them off like no end. They're like, why are you doing this? They'll like try and report you and everything. But it's a picture. It's a picture. <laughs> so uh, keep in mind... These people do not own the rights to the NFT in question, nor do they actually own the NFT at all. They essentially own a link to the blockchain, or link on the blockchain, that leads to the NFT, but not the NFT itself. As one of the biggest critics of NFTs and cryptocurrencies in general, David Gerard puts it, quote, It's like a certificate of authenticity that's in Comic Sans and misspelt. 
it's a very apt description for NFTs and cryptocurrencies. I do feel like you are accurately uh, portraying how much you dislike NFTs. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, so let me ter- drop some context. Context. Let's 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 replace Ooh. that. Yeah. Let's pretend that is didn't that happen. what you did with Nicolas Cage after Con Air was debuted? <laughs> oh man, Consext me. Oh man, Consext me. How could I live without uh, anyway. not the bees? <laughs> Just put the bunny back in the box. Um. So let me drop. <laughs> let me drop some context for the hundreds of struggling, starving artists who were lifted out of poverty by selling their art as NFTs. Uh, wait, I meant they weren't lifted out of poverty, silly to me. Silly me. That <laughs> nice sounded joke. better in my head. I like it. Anyway, uh, from one of my sources, which I have noted in my show notes, there are some helpful graphs that show what kind of NFT transactions on OpenSea occurred during one of the more productive NFT gold rushes last year, from March 14th to the 24th. I only want to cover two major points from this source, how often NFTs get resold and how much they are being initially sold for. These uh, these numbers come from NFTs that were actually sold. I couldn't find a percentage of N- NFTs that were on sale at the time that were actually sold. So, like, if there were 10,000 NFTs on sale and only 100 were sold or something like that, I couldn't find that number. Um, so, for John's case, because we're going to keep bringing John back into it, let's assume John's incredibly lucky and sells all of his NFTs because of the foot fetish community that he started and has so far nurtured. I'm good at one thing. <laughs> it's nurturing that foot fetish community, man. <laughs> um, so two-thirds of all NFTs sold from the date that I mentioned were only sold once. Uh, and only 20% were sold twice. Meaning John better hope his feet picks sell high the first time because chances are very high that his original buyers won't be able to resell his feet picks for profit of their own. And subsequently, profit John based off of the royalty royalty system that I mentioned before. I just want you to know that if you do contribute to the Patreon, that will eventually happen. That you are helping me get to Sandals, Jamaica, so that I can take better feet pick, uh, you know, like better feet pictures on the on beach. on set. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Instead so, of having it on a green screen and doing that, no. It's I just want to make sure person. that everyone listening knows that their their money is going towards good things. Indeed, all those foot soldiers. Dread, dreadlock rastas uh yes get you to jamaica okay yes take my tiny nipples to france where i will cha-cha like a sissy girl <laughs> on my feet well um so john shouldn't expect people to buy and resell his nfts oh, um and Clip most that. <laughs> Rebuy. I meant rebuy. That's foreshadowing, guys. <laughs> Oof. And most, if not all, of his profit is going to come from his initial offerings. Um, but what price should he should he sell his NFTs what cost? at? <laughs> yeah, what what should you sell them? Well, for the NFTs sold during that period, I mentioned a third were sold for a hundred dollars or less. And it um followed by twenty percent sold for between a hundred and two hundred dollars, and it drops from there. So let's say John sells his feet pick NFTs at $100 a pop. Okay. Now that they've been sold, whatever the marketplace, whatever marketplace he sold his NFTs on gets their cut. Now there's not enough time to go into detail about the plethora of fees you get from buying and trading crypto, but for low enough sales like John's, it can range from around 75% to up to 150%. Oh. 
Yeah, meaning that in some situations, John can end up losing money for each NFT he sold. Even if John sold it at $300 a pop, which is substantially less often, um, he'd still have to pay a quarter to a half of his profits in fees. God damn it. I'm just like Icarus. Yeah. How can, how can they get away with charging 150% just to use our special money? It's a privilege, not a right. Uh, be, because there's no regulation regarding oh, it. They man. can do whatever they want. <laughs> because that's, that's the beauty of crypto and NFTs. It's not regulated by the man. This is See? downright gullibility. Yeah, exactly. So you're saying we're starting a disinformed coin. Yeah. This, oh man. Uh, case in point, for my birthday last year, I got around $60 Dick. worth of Ethereum from, uh, and it was sent to a new account that I had no intention of using whatsoever. Well, how'd the medicine work with treating it? Uh, it didn't go down oh. very well. Well, um, you do know that it would be called Dick Coin. Indeed. Disinformed Coin. Dick Coin. Hot. <laughs> Discoin. <laughs> Um, I wanted to transfer it to my main account, but in order to transfer it, not even to exchange it or cash it out, just to move it to another account, I needed to pay about $150 or so in fees to transfer that $6 worth of crypto. And so I never touched it. It's still on that account and it will be until the heat death of the universe. <laughs> so like three years? Yeah, right. Exactly. I hope so. Yeah. so yeah, the, these fees are really high. Um, based on these numbers, you can easily see how these NFTs aren't useful for anyone but the upper crust. You know, someone who either gets some celebrity in on it or someone who is already well known for their art. Um, and when I wrote that, I immediately thought of the artist Banksy. And I was like, well, he, he's very anti-establishment, all that stuff. He, I couldn't imagine him getting into NFTs. Mm. And based off of my research, he didn't, but, According to a quick Google search, one of his artworks titled Love is in the Air was purchased by Particle, a non-fungible tokens platform, for close to $13 million. And then it was divided into 10,000 separate NFTs that went on sale earlier this year. Is that bullshit? No, it is not. Because I wanted to make sure that he wasn't in on it because I like Banksy. I like what he does and everything like that, his philosophy. So I was like, there's no way that he got in on this Mm -hmm. scam. And as far as I'm aware, he did not. But his art, because once someone purchases it, it's not his anymore. Right, it's an initial. Um, So this company um, split it into 10,000 separate NFTs that you can buy digitally. Uh, That means you can own a link to a small piece of a digital representation of Banksy's artwork. Okay. Um, I didn't see what the price was, but if you presume that it's, you know, a $13 million painting, uh, and split into 10,000 things, it's probably like at least a grand or something like that to buy. I was, I was thinking about this with music as well, because a lot of musicians got really into the concept of like releasing a track as an NFT. And so technically not releasing it, but just giving it to him. I was like, what's stopping the person that purchased that from distributing it themselves and being like, I'm going to release this song to the world. I am my own record company. Yeah, honestly, you you very well could. Yeah, because like they already purchased it, so it's theirs to do with what they will at that point. Yeah, and the interesting thing is, if but if it was an NFT, they anyone could distribute it because right. you wouldn't necessarily have you wouldn't own anything other than a link Just to like the chain, SoundCloud right. of that song. Uh-huh. So like if someone finds that link, they can distribute it all, all they want. All bets are off. Yeah, exactly. Jeez. 
Um, given Banksy's previous attempts at disrupting the art industry, shredding a painting as soon as it was sold, for example, uh, he did not take very well to this announcement that one of his paintings was being sold into an NFT. He issued a statement promising to paint more art for whoever could purchase the painting back from Particle so they could not make the 10,000 NFTs. Uh, it did not work as Particle went on record immediately after that press release stating that they will not sell the physical painting. But this this aspect of it, because it's an NFT that's based off of someone else's artwork, uh, drives home one major aspect of NFTs that I haven't even touched on. What if the creator of the NFT collection isn't the original artist? Interesting. Uh, time for a very, very light case of the sads. Um, <laughs> a digital artist by the name of Queen, King, Queen Han. <laughs> I'm going to butcher it. Huh? Sorry. Queen Han who died in early 2021, okay. had her art sold as NFTs by people not associated with her at all. It took her brother uh, complaining and I, I think threatening legal action uh, to the marketplace uh, that was selling them for them to finally take her artwork down. Uh, but she wasn't the only person. Several other artists, thankfully still living, have also had their art essentially stolen and sold as NFTs without their consent. Hell, in the process of writing this episode, there was news that a crypto company made NFTs out of older arcade-like abandonware games, which is pretty much game speak for like video games that came out a long time ago that no one really plays or, you know, that sort of thing. As the company puts it, they had no license. uh, Sorry, they they purchased abandonware games and they, well, they didn't purchase them. They made NFTs of them and they sold those NFTs. They didn't have the licenses to those games. So they're like, hey, buy an NFT of this old game that Blizzard Activision made 20, 30 years ago. Except for you can't because we don't have the license for it. So you can have a link to this NFT. Yeah, I was like, furthermore, you can't even play the game. Exactly. You're just buying a... Okay. So after yeah, a week of bullshit. selling those... No, it wasn't bullshit. I actually found this in the process of what writing I'm this. Saying, it no, it's, it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, in, it is. In general, yeah. On the yes. face of it, it's absurd. So after a week of that... They actually took back these NFTs and the ones that were sold, they actually replaced the link so that if you bought this Abandonware game, if you were to click that link after they took back these NFTs, it would actually, instead of taking to the game that you paid money to play, it would actually give you a pass to join the game that this crypto company was making that was NFT native. So you could import NFTs into. So you bought an NFT thinking you would play a really old game that you liked. Now you just have a pass to join this other NFT game that they're making in the future. Ridiculous. Yes. Because what are you going to do? Take them to court? There's nothing. There's no regulation for NFTs. They can do whatever the hell they want. It's a license to print money. Pretty much. We'll get to that. Um, And that's a whole aspect of NFTs I'm not even going to cover in this episode. Um, Designing video games that accept NFTs as either usable or cosmetic items. Because that has actually been a big thing in the video game industry as of late. Um, Case in point... Uh, video game company Square Enix recently announced that they will be selling their intellectual property rights to Tomb Raider and Deus Ex, two well-known series, so that Square Enix can invest in the blockchain. So they're selling these <laughs> really high-quality, like Tomb Raider. I mean, shit, like, they had three recent games that came out in this last decade that were really good Tomb Raider games, and then Deus Ex also had several games that came out, not recently, but within the last decade or two, that are really good as well. They're selling that intellectual property to someone else so they can invest in the blockchain. Well... So they can invest in crypto. Another tangential, really important gaming news. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Go for it. Uh, Jonah, you know. Courtney's oh, alleged husband, the farmer, uh, sent me <laughs> farmer. an update from Dead by Daylight 
yesterday. Oh, and I, I, I ha- this has to be said on the episode. Is so, Amber Heard a playable character? Technically, <laughs> yeah. I they, might get into the game if that was the case. It's, uh, yeah, she's called the Wraith. Um, <laughs> they have announced that they're going to release this summer a dating sim. I saw that. So it's that. called Dead by Daylight Hooked on You, and it's very much <laughs> like the Sanders dating sim, except it's all character like killers from Dead by Daylight, and the art for it is so I mean, weedy. They should have they really should have called it Date by Daylight, though, if they that wanted to get better. Oh. That would have been so better. But anyway, I just Frank agreed. You had, to, you had to know. I did see that early. I think it was yesterday or something like that. And I was like, that's really interesting. I wonder if John knows about that. Um, <laughs> Jonah and I have a date to play it when it comes out. Is it in fact a date by daylight? <laughs> are you guys going to date the same? Are you going to date the same monster? Or are you guys going to date differently and share notes? What's going to happen? I feel like that's what happens already. <laughs> no, Shane's going to show up with a chainsaw and chase that him around through the apartment complex. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So I kind of hinted at this earlier when talking about John's feet fetish NFT communities. <laughs> um, if you saw the makings of a pyramid scheme, you it were definitely correct. Yeah, instead of a pyramid scheme, it's a just stacks of my feet. They do have a good base to stand on. That is true. Yeah. Uh, it's one thing for John to sell his feet pick NFTs, but it's uh, but in order to really make money, he would have to build a community that would either increase the value of, of his NFTs, air quotes value, right, um, right, or right. try to buy into his own cryptocurrency, Feetcoin. Um, I've used this phrase before in an earlier episode. I think it was the Libertarian um, theme park one okay. where I mentioned uh, pumping and dumping. <laughs> You've mentioned pumping and dumping quite a lot lately. Yes. yes. That's Not a breastfeeding enough. term, Michael. Is it? Is it? I I I don't I don't breastfeed so I wouldn't know. I do. So then you can tell us all about pumping and dumping, right? <laughs> yeah, they pump and they dump it right into his mouth. Exactly. His eager they little pump mouth. And then dump in Firstly, my mouth. Firstly, they don't dump. They squirt it at me from a reasonable distance. <laughs> pump. It's basically like you know filling the balloon in the clown mouth over at the carny. Nothing seems <laughs> nothing seems to satisfy me anymore unless it's pumping and dumping. Um, but by building his community, he can pump and dump his feet coin and make ridiculous amounts of money. This has gotten much dirtier than I anticipated. <laughs> Would that be a foot job? Yeah, I think that's what they call it. Um, the, the crypto foot job. With a community for support, he can get more people to buy up his feet coin, which can drastically raise the price. He can then sell his own personal feet coin stash. At what he thinks is the highest it can go and make fuckloads of money. Man, that's quite a feat. Yes, it is. This also applies to NFTs. As I mentioned, you cannot put your NFTs on a marketplace without first setting up a crypto wallet. Or getting consent. Or getting consent. Well, no, you don't need consent to set up NFTs. Um, which requires buying some cryptocurrency because you need a wallet and needs to be filled with something. Uh, typically Ethereum. Oh, I'll fill it. Not, well, a feet coin, I guess, or pumping and dumping. Um, now, these artists, in order to add, get into the NFT, you know, infrastructure community or whatever, need to have crypto, regardless if they manage to sell their NFTs or not. What now? You think John can take his feet coin and go pay his rent or buy food with it? Certainly not. Yeah. While the number of places <laughs> accepting crypto is exponentially growing, chances are he needs to transfer his crypto back into actual money, which involves getting someone else to buy his crypto off of him. If John can somehow get some other poor sap, 
to buy his feet coin, one of the poors. Uh, I'm not the, buying that shit. <laughs> not you, but another one. Just because we're bereaved doesn't make us saps. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just sad. I'm just saying. This new dude who has bought his feet coin from John now has to hope that some even newer sap comes in and buys their feet coin for even more money. It's a zero-sum game. As the same amount of money goes in that comes out. I want to end this with a quote from the David uh, from J- David Gerard, the um, guy who earlier mentioned the Comic Sans Certificate of Authenticity. Okay. Uh, he wrote, "People invest in the hope of profit. This means that more people has to come into the si- or I'm sorry, this means more money. I'm going to start over. More people has to come. More people, more money. Um, he wrote, "Quote: People invest in the hope of profit. This means that more money has to come into the system. New people have to join the scheme." This is obvious to anyone investing, air quotes. They have to recruit. Old investors are paid with money from new investors, the key characteristics of a Ponzi scheme. Functionally, this is a pyramid scheme, even if it has no specific operator. So I know I'm speaking for John when I say this. I'm a musician, so I'm used to high output, little gain. Oh, yeah. So this whole thing makes no sense to me. What? Uh. Well, so essentially, like, you, you got to give people hope. Okay. But you got to hope that these people have enough hope to... Sorry, I'm not talking into my mic. You have to... I'm not like talking into times. myself. Yes. You have to hope that people buy into your hope, and they buy in enough so that you can get out. So much like my actual life, they live in, they live in hope and dwell in hope, die in despair. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Spared no expense. And that is my episode. Woo. Well... I called bullshit a fair amount, and I don't think I caught a single thing. Um, yeah. Uh, I yeah. Think, Other than mine, I, yeah. I don't think we uh, yeah. we nailed much you out of the six. Guys didn't get a lot. Yeah, you got one. Uh, I think it right. makes a lot of sense that this community is built on no consent. Like yeah. everybody that I know that is into like those type of things, same vibe. Yeah, yeah Logan. Logan. <laughs> Wait, is he actually in cryptocurrency and stuff? Well, Logan was my first experience with cryptocurrency because I think I, I don't remember the name of it, but when I first started like getting to know Logan, and he um, asked you for feet pics, it, it was when I was starting to build my empire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, he got in on the ground. We floor. were having shift beers at Bottle Shop, and we'd be sitting across from each other, vaping our like box mod douchey vapes, filling the store with. Nothing I thought he but was vapor. vaping his like, feet, um, like and he odor. would he would check his profits and he's actually he's made a fair amount off of crypto because huh. uh, he's been doing it for for a while and i, I feel like it, he has that like good sense if, if of, you like, bought in early he did then you can Ish. make a lot of money off of it i think yes. i think and sorry logan if i'm misspeaking but i think uh if i'm misspoken if i think his brother got him into it uh from like earlier yeah. on you know, okay like yeah five yeah. years ago so what you're saying is that he was born on third base and said he hit a triple uh, yeah that's exactly, that's exactly <laughs> what i said and you're just dipping your toe in the water uh as it were pictures of it while he's doing as it, it were yeah. yeah all right so first lie i mentioned that we were going to put our nfts on sale uh on the day that this oh, aired come on <laughs> I have no intention. I knew of- <laughs> that was preposterous from the word go. And here I was in the back of my head. I was like, am I just going to go as a bit buy it? 
No, I I mean we have eight glorious and they are absolutely fantastic oh, yes. looking NFTs. Definitely. Um, but the average NFT collection uh, on sale on OpenSea is in the thousands or tens of thousands of pictures. Um, so there's not really any point to putting them on. And we don't own those, Michael. That's technically stealing. we can still do that, but. We respect Steven, and uh, so if he chooses to, that's his own right. Technically, but. I did buy them because I pay attention to him. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, fair. so attention coin. I've heard of that cryptocurrency. Indeed. It's it's a good... It's, it's an offshoot it's a good, of Bitcoin. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. The next one was the... Oh, yeah, and you call this one where cryptocurrency goes public, ah. not be changed. You call that out. Kai. Uh, let's see. The one after that. Um, I did kind of already said that this was a lie, but I mentioned NFTs and how they were actually good compared to Great how terrible... The environment. <laughs> yes. Oh, I said that they were just really good uh, compared to how terrible uh, cryptocurrency was. It, as you guys learned, and I already revealed during the episode, it is bullshit. And plus they... they- require cryptocurrencies so it's hinged on the other thing <laughs> yeah it's like well the, this thing is good but it, it depends on something terrible yeah, it's, it's a like, house of cards yeah exactly all right it's like hitler's dog was not that bad but i mean they did eat hitler yeah so give him credit for something <laughs> <laughs> oh man i love the guy that killed hitler uh anyway uh, so, <laughs> so you say you love hitler no <laughs> i love the guy that killed hitler anyway hitler. uh so, so, Moving on, um, I mentioned that in order to get into NFTs, you have to have real art skills. That's bullshit. You don't yeah, need you art. Stick you, figure. Yeah. yeah, you don't. Yeah, honestly, yes. Um, although a lot of the well-known NFTs, board apes, cryptocurrencies, CryptoPunks, etc., they all look like shit. They look. I don't like. They they look so ugly. And and one of the reasons so, is, however, you talk about the fact that Stephen. <laughs> Pardon the pun, aped the board apes to make our NFTs. And he made them much better than any of the board apes okay. because he drew them. But it's in it's reminiscent of the style of those things, though. Well, yeah. Satire can still be good if the original thing was okay, shit. Okay, so you're saying if it looks like a duck, walks like a duck, tucks like a duck, I, I just screwed that whole you thing did. up. It's personal it's a bias. It's yeah. a pigeon. <laughs> um, but a lot of... Uh, and this kind of goes with the idea of these well-known cryptocurrencies they're all procedurally generated so they're not hand-drawn they're not designed per se they're supposed to be interchangeable well uh allow me to break you of a notion uh, they're not hand-drawn by steven either oh yeah steven uses his feet <laughs> uh, okay the... that's fair i was being ableist in that regard and i do apologize not... steven i'm sorry that i i i was very ableist in my critique of your of your. Oh, I mean, I, work. Stephen has hands. Is well, just, yeah, you but, know, but 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 it's still ableist. Like, chooses why do I, to use feet. Yeah, I why do I assume that they use that anyone, not just Stephen, but anyone uses um their hands to draw. Indeed, he's one of my foot soldiers, and I take this very personally. And and that's why I am issuing a public apology right now. And see, furthermore, I don't draw with either my hands or feet. I shoot elephants in the ass with LSD and then dip their trunks in do paint. You, Michael, do you want to know the slogan for my group? Yes, because this is canon, so I, I want to hear it. It's hard work having a soul. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say undefeatable. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Okay, so the next lie. Um, Banksy didn't release a statement promising to paint if if yeah, someone bought it back from him. Yeah. Banksy don't yeah. talk to nobody. Exactly. As far as I could find, Banksy never reacted to this development either. Uh, given his anonymous nature, I would presume 
he would not make any public declarations like the one I mentioned. Uh, the only statements that he makes, as far as I'm aware, is uh, as an artist through his art. Uh, and then the last thing I mentioned, I did say that the number of places accepting crypto is exponentially growing, and that is also a lie. Uh, honestly, the only places that accept crypto are places that are ingrained with the crypto environment. You have uh, you have corporate businesses like AMC, which they do accept, I think, Dogecoin for some reason. They've made that announcement. I don't know how true that is. Okay. Uh, and then sometimes Tesla, depending on if Musky Poo is uh, pumping or dumping at the moment. Um, <laughs> I called him that. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> no, Amber Heard did. Did it? Truth. I haven't followed the case, so I wouldn't know. But that's Neither did she, unfortunately. Oof. Yeah. Uh, I'm so I'm not trying to throw anger at Amber Heard. It's just yes, it's the are. joke everybody else is making these days. And, that's a fair point. And she's a horrible person. Yes. <laughs> Um, so you have the, the corporate businesses that are already ingrained like AMC because, um, a lot of the people that bought into G, uh, GameStop also bought into AMC and people assume that those are kind of tied to the crypto movement. And then Tesla has gone on record several times as accepting Dogecoin and then Bitcoin and then, uh, Elon Musk taking that back. So he's like, uh-huh. we accept it. No, we don't. We accept it. And he pretty much does that whenever he wants to make a big sell off and make a bunch of money on crypto. And, well, if we learned anything from SpaceX, something else that Elon Musk also accepts is failure. Yeah. So, damn. That so, can't be true because I see EBT signs at all the fast food restaurants. That's <laughs> not crypto. <laughs> it's corrupting. Edible tokens? Just, that's not what that stands for? Uh, just because they're stamps doesn't mean they're tokens. Those are two totally different things. Eat, but toes. <laughs> <laughs> Try finger, but whole. <laughs> it's toasted. That's what we should do. We should call our coin uh, EBT coin and see who buys. I thought we were going to call it try finger, but whole. <laughs> try finger, but whole. Coin. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's the whole thing. Even better, it could be Doge Me Daddy. <laughs> that's so much better because people will search for Doge and they'll see ours and then they'll buy in. Mm, yes, I like it. Much profit. Such Such money. Wow. Indeed. Well, that was a little teaser for the live episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, you think that. Uh, No. (laughs) We're not going to be talking about your feet pics. Well, I hope not. No, I'll be retailing that. Actually, our feet, quick question as a teaser, are feet allowed in the comics book code? Uh, I mean, it depends on the circumstances. If you're using your foot to hit somebody, no. Violence is unacceptable. But I'm I'm kick puncher. That's what I do. (laughs) Back to, uh, if you, in case you didn't notice this, this was like a bunch of scuttlebutt about the Super Friends television show emerged at around the time when the comics code was really it like in flagrante. It was really huge. And there was a lot of backlash against violence, particularly in, you know, any sort of illustrative way because it's attracting children. So the Super Friends were never able to punch anything except for like inanimate objects or like forces of nature. So in the super friends <laughs> at one point, like Superman's punching a wave and like a tornado, like they never got to punch people, which is hilarious. Huh. But yeah, so that, yeah, violence is not acceptable. So depending on what you're doing with your foot, what if it's just you, what if you're just barefoot or taking feet pics? I mean, again, if you're barefoot standing on someone's back while they ejaculate, may be problematic. Maybe. If you're barefoot, you know, on a Jamaican island somewhere, just photographing sandals, yourself. Sandals, just have on vacation. Yeah, 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 it's reasonable. 
I feel like that's a even better tease for the live episode. Indeed, I agree. It's hard to get proper footing in these sort of conversations, but yeah. uh, you tried. It's all about the Siegs and the segues. Seagrams, golden wine cooler. <laughs> you can't put that in his butt. No, not with that. Can't put a bad dragon in my ass. We've talked about this. Not with that attitude. Could have had a bad dragon. Non-committal. I wish we were sponsored by Bad Dragon. <laughs> Why? Because we'd have a sponsor. You need a spiny dick in so your body bucket, at some point? Our bucket list now is Liquid Death and Bad Dragon. Apparently. I feel like that is a brand, though. Or like they, they, do le- they do lean into each other. Can we get Liquid Death from a Bad Dragon? I absolutely believe you there are There are several that you can fill with things. So you could put Bad Dragon in... Or, I'm why sorry, do, Liquid Death. Why did you know that? Because he's been eating because a lot I of Because I knew edibles. one of the, the brother of one of the founders. Michael? Let's just say this. <laughs> Save yourself a lot of money, frustration, but not social shame, and just fuck a dog once. Not only is he it's a got spokesperson, a... but he's also a client. <laughs> I mean, it's got a spiky dick. That'll give you as much pleasure. I mean, cats, too. You know? Well, that's something <laughs> like I, I wish I didn't know. Uh, <laughs> well... I don't know how to seek into our outro stuff. Well, but we're not going to be filming it, but we got to get out of here because we're going to go watch The Shining like a bunch of nerds because Courtney's never seen it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm so excited. Yes, that's called preparation. By yes, John. we are preparing for fan fusion, Indeed. which I've now mentioned on this episode 30, uh, 35 times. Yes, so. because it's very important to note, this is the last opportunity for all of you. If you plan to attend fan fusion, if you're hearing this episode right now, that means that in several days we are going to be live at fan fusion. So if you're going to come catch us, you've got to snag tickets to see us May 27th and 28th. We've already had a commercial at the beginning of the episode here, so I won't belabor the point, but we would love to see you there. It's going to be a raucous and rowdy time. It may or may not be filled with barking dogs and or folks emerging from cabins, but we hope to see you there. And uh, thank you for another delightful episode, as always, Michael. It's uh, greatly appreciated. I'm not sure John's feet will ever recover. They won't. I hope not. Oh, just you wait. They learned their lesson. But uh, John stepped on a bee once. (laughs) And he took several pictures of those, and those are actually worth several hundred thousand dollars today on OpenSea. They are. Footcoin. Bitcoin. Sorry. Every time you say open sea, I I just imagine like Christoph Waltz provocatively laying on a bed with the door slightly ajar, and if you go to knock, he's like open sea. Oh, okay. You little German sprite, you. Uh, So, in any event, speaking of German sprites, thank you all for being here. It's a delightful time. Of course, uh, we have got our link tree down below in the show notes, so you can check out any of our relevant socials and get your last-minute tickets to Fan Fusion. Uh, But otherwise, I believe that we are going to be seeing you all there, or not at all. Yeah, and also a quick plug here and a congratulations to Courtney and Jonah on their podcast, Love, Food, Hate, Money. They Indeed. just put out their first episode and you should go listen to it. Do the thing. It's a, uh, it's a very good time also. Most deaf. I mean, they don't plug us on that podcast, so I wasn't going to do them the courtesy. Oh, don't but, worry uh, about it. <laughs> since you're, I've heard uh, all the episodes. Since you're yeah, a producer and you're... Somewhere. Oh, good. Well, fuck you too, Jonah. And uh, <laughs> I hope you all have fun. But uh, to get back away from my bullshit and back onto new, kinder, gentler Shane, 
<laughs> gonna say that is officially going to wrap it up like a warm hug for this installment of the disinformed podcast and so i'm gonna say to you all i hope something great happens to you today i hope something medium happens to you today yeah i hope something large happens to you today don't don't mind john he never got hugs as a child i'm working through it indeed i hope you get a medium-sized hug I don't know what that I means. Hope you get you a mouth it. hug. Yes. Oh, that's even better. So, for the kinder, gentler, but still douchey disinformed podcast this week, I'm Shane. I'm John. I'm Michael. I'm Courtney. And zippity zoop, we're out of here.